This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you'd like some more information about your here during our show today, please give us a call at 808-791-2924 or visit us online at therogroup.org. So here you are, ready to retire. You've got your financial strategy squared away and you feel confident about the income you'll have coming in each month. So you know where you're going to live, you know how and when you're going to travel, you even have a plan to fill up all your newfound free time in a way that doesn't blow up your budget and leave you bored. Nothing coming down the pike could possibly derail your vision of retirement. You've got it all figured out, right? Wrong. As the iconic Oscar Wilde once said, to expect the unexpected shows a thoroughly modern intellect. To put it another way, You'd better get ready for some of the expensive surprises that pop up while you were still on the job. What happens if the TV gives you three hours and people are set to arrive before the Super Bowl party? Whether it's plastic or your emergency fund, you're going to need a new one. So is your best friend from college about to suddenly get remarried on a beautiful Mexican beach with the expectation that you'll be there front and center smiling? You'll have to figure out a way to pay for it. So during our show today, we're going to look at some of the common retirement expenses that people either fail to plan for adequately or don't plan for at all. And we'll discuss how having a wealth strategy may help you manage some of these surprises. But let me start by introducing my co-host with us as always, Tony Shore, who surprised me today by wearing his swimming trunks to the studio. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) I wouldn't do that. But hey, sorry, I was at the local pool practicing my cannonball, so I lost track of time. Had to rush over. Cannonball coming. Uh, yeah, I was practicing my cannonballs into the pool, you know, splashing water on folks. Uh, but seriously, I, I didn't do that. I'm not in my swim trunks, folks. Uh, don't let Greg fool you. But uh, I'm sure the notion that retirement will have financial surprises, both big and small, probably has some of our listeners out there, Greg, uh, going through the strategies in their heads or where they're at, looking for weak spots, maybe. And that means this is going to be a valuable show. Uh, but before we get into it, how are you doing? What's going on? Uh, I'm doing good. You know, we had some time off for the summer. We did a lot of traveling. Uh, we did our, you know, Gradient Investments Gala, our, our strategic partners. Uh, did a dude ranch, uh, Tony. I told you just before we started recording, it was my uh, in-law's 50th wedding anniversary, my father-in-law's 75th birthday, same day, and they wanted to do a dude ranch in Wyoming. So first time I ever did something like that, that was interesting. Wow. Actually, um, my mom's cousin and her husband, I don't know what that would be to me, my second cousin. Anyway, Wanda and Roger, they ran a dude ranch up in uh, northern Minnesota. And it's funny, before my wife and I ever met or knew either one of us existed, um, her sister went to that dude ranch uh, once or twice and spent a week there. Uh, But I've spent some time at that dude ranch, and that's fun. I mean, I grew up on a farm, so... And hat, we had horses. So going to a dude ranch isn't, you know, 
I mean, it's fun because you get to have cookouts and campouts and, you know, campfires and, you know, sleep in the bunkhouse. So that part of it is fun. Um, but, you know, riding horses, I, I, you know, I did that a lot. So it's a little different when you grew up in the country with horses, but I think they're great. And I really enjoy just staying in the bunkhouse and eating meals with everyone. And uh, it's a lot of fun and uh, helping out, doing some chores. Did you guys have to, was it a kind of dude ranch where they make you help with the chores or did you get off easy? No, no. Yeah, it was more luxury. You know, this is uh, in Wyoming. And if you really, if you love horses, I highly recommend it because in Wyoming law, you can't sue um, the owner of a horse if you like rent a horse. So they don't like baby you and you know, you know, like those typical rides where oh, yeah, nose yeah. to butt, you just follow each other up the hill. No, it's not like that. Yeah. They literally let you take the horse and just go anywhere you want. And this is a 7,000 acre ranch, but it oh, might as wow. well be 40,000 because it was on the base of the Bighorn Mountains. So you could just go off and disappear for miles. Wow. And uh, it was it was interesting for sure. Oh, that would be cool to ride horseback there. I know. um my two girls went on a horseback ride at a ranch uh, out in the Black Hills of South Dakota. Beautiful, too. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, and we walked around while they rode. We didn't We didn't go riding at that time, but uh, our kids did, and they absolutely loved it. But, uh, yeah, Wyoming is amazing, so that's beautiful. Uh, I'm glad you got to experience that. Well, let's jump into our topic for today. Um, you know, we're talking about a re- retirement reality check. What do you have for us? Yeah, that's it's good to get back into the swing of things. You know, it's been it's been a few weeks since we recorded, so um, we wanted to kind of hit it right back to the core here. And so, unexpected expenses in retirement. So I have an AARP article that I could reference, and it's titled "10 Biggest Expenses in Retirement." It has some interesting information about the reality of what you might expect um, for surprise expenses in retirement. So as the article explains, lifestyle. Um, during your retirement is in, is is a danger because the spending many people do during their working years often doesn't change once they've retired. Accordingly, working with a financial service professional to determine how much you'll need to save and build up to hit that income goal is very important. But for many, healthcare is the biggest underestimated retirement expense that you could be hit with. If you're currently in good health, your healthcare spending when you first retire will likely be you know pretty reasonable. But as you begin to age, you get into your late 70s and in your 80s and even beyond, your healthcare spending is likely to surge. So often total healthcare expenses during retirement are lower for husbands because they generally pass away first. And prior to that, they frequently rely on their spouse for certain caregiving activities. So that that also means the surviving spouse must often cover their own caregiving expenses, expenses which tend to be uh, they tend to vary wildly in different parts of the country. Sure. Yeah, I, I would imagine. And everything we read tells us healthcare costs aren't likely to drop much in the future, right? That's right. And you know, currently, healthcare expenses are seeing faster inflation rates than any other spending category. And the article also points to experts who think healthcare costs will increase about 5% a year during the next 30 years. And that's roughly twice the rate at other costs on average. So, considering the expected future costs of healthcare, it may be all the more important to be thoughtful about discretionary spending like restaurants and travel while you're in your 60s and 70s so that you have the money you'll likely need in your 80s and 90s. A separate emergency fund, a rainy day fund as I like to call it, um, and long-term care policies are changing 
quite a bit. And there's some brand new ones that are that just came out um, that that are really, really attractive. And, and surprisingly, how much long term care coverage they do provide for a very reasonable cost. Yeah. And you noted this a few minutes ago. If any of our listeners aren't already working with somebody like yourself, doing so, working with a financial professional may help them devise that overall financial strategy to address those retirement expenses, right? Yeah, it's something that um, you know clients and prospects ask ask a lot of, and that's why you know good advisors are constantly being re-educated, you know, con- continuing education and learning about new products. And in fact, the the, the new product I just mentioned, uh, we just learned about at, at our at our gala, at our company gala this last July. So it's really surprising how quick these products and things can change. So it's very important to work with a financial service professional that keeps up to date on these things. Uh, but long-term care is definitely the the number one surprise expense. You got to be prepared oh, for that. Oh yeah. Um, home maintenance is, is another one. It's often uh, underestimated uh, during retirement. So necessary home projects, you know, they're not just going to vanish once you retire. So if you intend to stay in your home for several years after you retire, there's a good chance that you'll see your home maintenance expenses increase. And the reason for that is that you'll probably have to hire people or service companies take on many of the things that you might have been able to do when you were younger. And as you get older, you're not able to do the same things or don't want to. Um, my dad doesn't climb on ladders anymore. He refuses. Right. <laughs> so things like mowing the lawn, cleaning your gutters, uh, your windows, replacing loose floorboards, I'm clogging drains, you know, so much more. In retirement, some of my clients even hired a home cleaner for their first time because, you know, vacuuming and scrubbing the tub and shower, you know, those types of tasks tend to be too much. And all those services are convenient, necessary, but in reality, they cost money. So as you head toward the end of your career, if staying in your current home for at least the first several years of retirement is important to you, you might want to include a home maintenance expense in your retirement budget. Oh, for sure. Obviously, you have to include that. Uh, And I would assume travel is another underestimated retirement expense, isn't it? Yes, uh, indeed. And I actually hear that a lot um, from my clients is that they want to do travel. And, you know, here in Hawaii, where where we're headquartered is every single travel starts with a plane ticket. Yeah. You, know, you can't just drive and go on a road trip. And, not, here, so and, and an expensive plane ticket at that, typically. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, in retirement, travel costs may be, they can vary significantly depending on, you know, where you go, where you are and how you go. Um, and obviously here, you know, it's going to be the most expensive also, if you're paying for your kids and grandkids to join you, or if you're staying at a five-star resort, or maybe if you're going to a theme park or something, all these things can really sneak up on you. So it's often recommended that retirees travel more often early in retirement, because as you age, you may not be able to venture out as much, and you may also need extra money for those healthcare uh, expenses we previously mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And and so I think obviously home maintenance is a big one. Travel is another big one. A lot of people want to travel in retirement. Um, why don't we let our listeners know right now, now's a good time to take a minute to let them know how to get a hold of you, Greg, and set up that no cost, no charge consultation uh, to talk about this and get a plan in place. Yeah, we'll go over your budget and uh, we'll we'll get an income goal in mind and we'll look at all the sources of your retirement income and make sure that you have a solid plan in place. If you want to talk about anything that you hear during the show today, feel free to give us a call at 808-791-2924. All right, and we're going to continue with Retirement Paradise right now and our host, Greg Gunther. 
Uh, Greg, great show. We've been talking about some commonly underestimated retirement expenses. Uh, you've already given us a lot today. What do you have for us next? Well, the next uh, point that the article makes is uh, transportation. Now, even though many folks no longer have to worry about a commute after you retire, but most are still going to need a reliable set of wheels to get to your doctor's appointments, your, your grocery store, maybe the grandkids' little league games. And early in retirement, that may mean hanging on to the car that you had during the last couple of years when you were working, or it may mean replacing it with something reliable and affordable. But either way, you have to factor in gas, insurance, oil changes, tires, and unexpected maintenance. Much like it is with your home, your car needs just don't simply vanish because you're no longer working. And as you age, however, your transportation needs are likely to change. You may find yourself increasingly reliant on family and friends for rides, or you may use Uber or Lyft to get to doctor's appointments if they're available in, in your community. And while I use Uber and Lyft on a fairly regular basis, the fact is all those rides can add up in a hurry. Clearly, you'll need to get around during retirement. Just be sure to properly consider how your transportation needs are likely to change and become more expensive as you age. That's true. Uh, I think that's a really good point. A lot of people don't consider that. I just had to put four new tires on my car. It cost me over $1,000. I mean, I'm still smarting from that. Yeah, indeed, it's expensive. And and yeah. here um, in Honolulu, Surfco has this, uh, it's like a hooey, you know, you borrow a car. And so it, oh, yeah. you kind of get it like, yeah. you know, those wiki bikes. So yep. you just unlock the car. And uh, I've got clients that live in town that that do that and turns out being cheaper than Uber. Yep. And so, and you never have to worry about maintenance on that one. So that's a good tip for, for future uh, car costs. The next retirement expense that some folks fail to adequately consider is utilities. Now, thankfully, as the article notes, many retirees enjoy lower utility expenses. And after all, in retirement, you no longer have teenagers taking hot 45-minute showers or firing up the oven twice a day for pizza rolls. A number of retirees also downsize soon after leaving their careers, which naturally means less costs for heating or air conditioning. But even with a smaller home and fewer people in the home, the rates that utility companies charge consumers will increase regularly, if not annually. So if you own your home and you intend to stay in as long as possible, you may want to consider adding solar panels. Certain power companies provide rebates to have them installed, and those power companies will also sometimes purchase the extra electricity that your panels produce, so it'll lower your, your bill. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And I, I love those options uh, to uh, deal with expenses in retirement and save a little money. And my biggest takeaway here so far is that, hey, it's important to work with a financial professional to construct a retirement budget that's going to address things like transportation and utilities uh, and also the money you need to enjoy a meal out with friends or a road trip or travel, right? Yeah, you got to you gotta know how much income you're going to need to produce in retirement. You know, you don't leave anything to chance. Get a, get a solid plan in place. Ma maintaining your health as you age is, is really one way to potentially protect your nest egg a little longer. Um, expenses for things like gym memberships, yoga classes, exercise equipment, a new pair of walking shoes, you know, could take a bite out of your retirement wallet. However, focusing on your physical fitness as much as possible actually has a long-term potential to lower your overall medical costs, staying in shape. Yeah, that's true. And that's what we call a good return on investment right there. Stay in shape, lower medical costs. And medical costs can be significant, especially in retirement. Uh, so you want to minimize that. Stay healthy, right? 
Absolutely. In fact, a financial expert quoted in the article recommends that retirees dedicate as much as 10% of their total monthly spending on their personal health and wellness, whether it's a YMCA membership so you can swim morning laps or fresh fruit and veggies at the local market, um, dedicate that much to, to staying healthy. And this uh, particular section of the article closes by noting that it's easy to spend 500 a month on your health and wellness, but if it keeps you healthier longer, it's worth the money. Well, yeah, and a gym or a YMCA membership is a good way to avoid social isolation as well. You want to socialize uh, in retirement, looking for ways to do that is good. Uh, you can strike up some fun conversations while you're there stretching out during yoga class or swimming or exercising, right? Yeah, that's a that's a good point too. You don't want to just sit around the house and be bored. You got to have human interaction. So that's another benefit of those gym memberships. And uh, as I'm sure will come as little surprise, retirement can sometimes include spending on kids and grandkids to, to a degree you didn't anticipate. It doesn't have to be things like Disney Cruise or you know big contributions to the grandkids' 529 college savings plans, but it can be trips like to Starbucks or the local pizza joint you know, or Dave & Buster's you know, with things that can add up quickly. And here's the other thing. It's natural for grandparents to be very excited when their first grandchild arrives and to therefore spend quite a bit of money on gifts and essentials like diapers and clothes. But when grandkids two and number three arrive, many grandparents feel compelled to be as generous as they were the first time. And that can mean a whole bunch more of unexpected spending. So you can be attentive and generous with your grandkids without going over the top financially in a risky way. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And that's, that's really good. A lot of little kids are more than happy with hot dogs off the grill at grandma and grandpa's house, right? Uh, I think your time is often the biggest gift you can give them. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, another one, taxes are yet another thing many people fail to strategize for before they retire. Many folks think, hey, I won't be working anymore, so naturally my taxes are going to go down. But it's not always that straightforward. Uh, an investment or two may, may surge, or you may find yourself in a higher tax bracket than you were working in the years as, as rates may potentially increase. The important thing is to work with your financial service professional and a tax professional to make sure you build a strategy for retirement taxes that seeks to address different potential scenarios. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think that that's really important to people uh, out there. And now, how can you get a strategy in place, a plan that incorporates these strategies? All they have to do is give you a call and there's a no charge consultation you can have with them to get that started, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love doing it. It's my passion, getting people organized with their assets, getting everything aligned with their risk tolerance, their investment objectives, and just having that that plan in place where you can see the light at the end of the tunnel and you know exactly where your income's coming from is very important. Um, give us a call if you're interested in that. It's 808-791-2924. You can also go to our website, therogroup.org. we got a lot of cool videos on there. Excellent. All right. What do you have for us next? Well, let's keep our focus on retirement budgeting uh, and spending some time by looking at the potential value of a wealth plan. A wealth plan is far more than just a strategy for you to build as much cash as possible. Instead, it provides a thorough and personalized look at your current and future finances using numerous planning concepts that factor risk and the likely length of your retirement. So a Kiplinger article, Saving for Retirement Isn't Enough, You Need a Wealth Plan, and it explains it that a wealth plan has five key elements, the first of which is taking inventory. A wealth plan starts with examining all your current assets, your income sources, your expenses, but also remember to factor in inflation. 
An inventory of your assets may be beneficial because it allows you to see your current status and your route to retirement. It can show you if you're putting away enough money or if you have possible gaps based on your your goals. And I often see, Tony, people tend to be very disorganized mm. where they might have an old 401k from a previous employer. And now maybe they have a TSP, you know, they work for the government or they started their own IRA years ago. And they're all different tax statuses. They're all over the place. Um, and they might be in the same type of investment vehicles. It tends to be very redundant. So getting organized is key. Be making sure all the tax statuses match, that you're within your tolerance for risk, and you have different portfolios for a specific stated goals. That's the really best way to to optimize your, your portfolio. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a mistake you see a lot of people make when they first come to you and you can help with that. And building a wealth plan is another good reason to work with somebody like yourself because you know the ins and outs of building a wealth plan in a way that will answer people's questions and address their concerns too. Yeah. And ultimately, you know, your portfolio and your wealth plan should match you as the individual. You want it to, yeah. to no cookie cutter approach. Um, so the next step is to set your goals. So as the article explains, some people determine that if they're a conservative, moderate, or aggressive investor, by using, you know, a boilerplate list of strategies that may not may or may not actually work. But the wealth plans often work backward by spelling out your goals first, and then that will unveil what type of investment strategy and portfolios we put into place. So as a fiduciary, that's kind of that's how I do it, as I tend to work backwards and figure out the plan first, then see what we need to accomplish those goals. So you and your financial service professional can Make a list of reasonable goals by determining your estimated retirement income. Remember to compare it to things like healthcare, taxes, vacations, hobbies, and all the then what you might want to leave behind to your loved ones. Because your future income needs should be projected through, I'd say, up to your 90 or 95th birthday, just to lower your risk of outliving your money. And if you don't understand what you need uh, to earn to achieve those goals, it becomes far more challenging to determine what tools, what portfolios and vehicles and, and methods you're going to use to produce that income. And we say it a lot on the on the show, Tony, is you know you spend your whole life turning your paychecks into savings and in retirement, you have to take your savings and turn them into paychecks. Right. So it kind of flips on you. So it's yep. important to have those right vehicles in place. Yeah. And age 95, I find that interesting. Uh, well, a lot of people will live that long. Uh, a lot won't, but I think it's better to plan for that possibility than to assume it simply won't happen. Uh, I can't imagine how scary it would be to turn 91 or 92 and realize that you're out of money. Yeah, exactly. And here in Hawaii, um, we have the longest lifespans in, in the country. Yeah. So there's a lot of people that, that live into their 90s. So it's very important to plan for that. And you're that right. That would living. be terrifying. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yep. Fun in the sun. Um, the next uh, point that the article suggests is working by working with your financial service professionals to implement uh, growth strategies. So after you've determined your needs for income and you ascertain your, your risks and your what type of investor you are, the wealth plan can help you identify potential strategies to, to meet these specific goals. So while a wealth plan's growth strategies may include diverse investment portfolios that include things like you know, your fixed income sources, a stock selection portfolio, maybe a group of ETFs, uh, mutual funds, they often can go far deeper. A robust wealth plan will use a broad perspective to meet your needs and protect your assets. So for example, if your spouse were to die unexpectedly before you retire, would your insurance be enough to handle all your needs? Will your ideal retirement still be possible with just one social security income? 
So the article notes that a wealth plan may suggest using an annuity to supply a stream of guaranteed income to kind of complement the rest of the portfolio. And again, a long-term care policy, as we mentioned in the first segment, to shield your assets from those potential future increasing healthcare costs. Uh, Or a wealth plan may implement a Roth um, and a a HSA, a health savings account, in addition to your 401k or employer-sponsored plan to aggressively save for retirement, possibly lower your tax liability. In short, the wealth plan you and your professional build together shouldn't look like anyone else's. It should be unique to you, your needs, your goals, your risk tolerance. Yeah. And I like the idea of working with a financial professional like yourself uh, so I can build a retirement strategy that's completely my own, right? Exactly. It's got to be for you. Um, Last thing, finally, your wealth plan should provide you with your withdrawal strategies. So once you stop working and you head into retirement, you got to take those savings and turn them into to paychecks, you're leaving your accumulation phase and you're going to your distribution phase. So a wealth plan seeks to devise a strategy that allows you to make withdrawals in the most efficient way possible. Um, you don't want to just simply liquidate things and sell stocks. And you want to you want to have yield-based investing. You want to have income that your portfolio produces so you don't have to time when to sell if the market shouldn't cooperate. And if your current retirement strategy is just saving as much money as possible without any consideration is how you're, you're going to unfold it and withdraw it, you're making a huge mistake. There's these, these phantom risks that appear when you're in this stage of retirement. So you have to have the right investment vehicles to, to do that. Um, and they're going to be very different than the investment vehicles you have during that accumulation phase. So build a real plan. You know, hope isn't enough. You need a solid strategy. Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks, Greg. This has been a great show today. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Well, we covered a lot and you know, this is scratching the surface. Um, things go into, you know, really high detail when making recommendations. Um, you know, we use our third party money managers. So, um, we're fee only. There's no commissions on, on our money management strategies. If you want to learn a little bit more about how to create an income plan and wealth strategies, give us a call 808-791-2924. Check us out online at therogroup.org. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.